Hey, I'm Reggie Ponder, The Real Critic, and this week I have two movies for you. The first one is Our Friend, and it tells the inspiring and extraordinary true story of the Teague family. Journalist Matt, played by Casey Affleck, his vibrant wife Nicole, played by Dakota Johnson, and their two young daughters, and how their lives are upended by Nicole's heartbreaking diagnosis of terminal cancer. As Matt's responsibility as caretaker and parent become increasingly overwhelming, the couple's best friend, Dane, played by Jason Siegel, offers to come and help out. And as Dane puts his life on hold to stay with his friends, the impact of this life-altering decision proves greater and more profound than anyone could have imagined. Now, I told you who's in it, Dakota Johnson, Casey Affleck, Jason Siegel, there's some others, and the cast I think is, is pretty good. But what's the like about this one? I, I, I gotta be honest, at first, I really wasn't sure I was gonna like and care for these characters. But Because for me, there was something about them that felt far away. But that quickly changed as I got to see their lives and their love for each other. Dakota seemed fun and adventurous, while Casey just felt like a lost man trying to make his mark in the world. He wasn't a great father, and he was not so much a great husband. Husband, putting much of his energies into his work as a journalist but what got me was their relationship and as the movie went on I was rooting for this couple the wrench or fly in the ointment was that their friend played by Siegel he at times was more of a friend and a husband than Affleck and you do kind of find yourself asking why is he here doesn't he have a life at some point he felt it was like he was too involved in it all but the landscape of terminal cancer made this really interesting as we see the impact on Dakota and Casey as a couple and as parents. We see the impact of it on the kids and the impact on Siegel and the other friends as they work to be there for this couple. But the film was more than just about death. It was about living and it was about coping with the impending death. How do you work through all that from the bucket list to the wigs and facades that she would put on to not let people know she was sick to the fights that she was having to the sickness? I thought that this was very thoughtful and at times heartbreaking. You will need some tissue. This was a model of real friendship and real love. In one sense, Siegel is there to help them. But he also gets help in finding purpose and direction in his life. I like this for its humanity, its humor, and honesty. But what's not to like? I have one big thing and one little thing. The big thing is I didn't love the jumping back and forth from time periods. We get this before the diagnosis and after diagnosis views of their life. And it freely goes back and forth. And I really had to pay attention not to get them mixed up because they did this a lot. The little thing is that the few black people they had in the film didn't have any other black friends. And while this was probably accurate to the story, I'm actually tired of seeing interracial relationships. No, no, let me get this clear. I am tired of seeing only interracial relationships, not because I have a problem with interracial relationships, but because it seems as if black love is a thing of the past when that is not true. But again, that's a side thing to talk about and it really doesn't take away from the film at all. My rating for this one is that it's worth watching. I'm giving it three reels. Um, I, I like this film, but remember to bring a box of tissue with you. The second film I want to talk about is The White Tiger, and this is Baram Harway, and he plays this guy named uh, Adash, uh, who narrates his epic and darkly humorous rise from poor villager to successful entrepreneur in modern India. 
Okay. This dude, he's cunning, he's ambitious, and he jockeys his way into becoming a driver for Ashuk and Pinky, who have just returned from America. Now, society has trained this dude to be one thing, a servant. So he makes himself indispensable to his rich masters. But after a night of betrayal, he finally realizes that the corrupt lengths that they will go to trap him and he, he, he decides to say, you know, they're going to save themselves. I need to save myself. So on the verge of losing everything, he rebels against a rigged and unequal system to rise up and become a new kind of master. It's based on the New York Times bestseller and the 2008 Man Booker prize winning novel, The White Tiger. So who's in it? Uh, Priyanka Chopra, better known as Priyanka Chopra Jonas, uh, Rakumar Ryle, and Adarsh Gorov. What's to like? This film has a universal message about the haves and the have-nots that's this really relevant to all the people in the world. It's about breaking the chain of servitude and poverty and how hard it is. It's about how the privileged prey on the less fortunate. It's about how the less fortunate have been brainwashed to accept and even love their miserable plight. But it's also about one man who finally sees the light has had enough of the abuse and has decided to take his future into his own hands. There's humor, humiliation, and horror. Humor in that the story has some laugh out loud moments and many ironic make you think about life moments. Humiliation in that Adarsh and his family are abused in such a way that one might lose their dignity. I mean, this guy is beat, he's talked down to, and even treated badly by his own grandmother. And then horror in that the events that unfold, while not spooky, are horrific. There's some serious stuff that happens here, and I think that it's uh, scary as well as he seeks to turn the tables and fight a corrupt system. But I know, we can learn all of this in the U.S., but the thing for me that makes this interesting is that this is in India. We learn about the culture from him being uh, his grandmother trying to marry him off like she did his brother to what a woman's place is in India to the caste system and to the food. This story has suspense. It has twists and turns to make you want to see what happens. This is not quite like the movie Parasite, but it kind of reminds me of it in a way as Adarsh works to get his hustle on. I, I, I think that this one, you, you might want to check it out just for, for his hustle ethic. But what's not to like? I can't say that I was 100% in all the way. And maybe it was the narration because I don't love someone telling me the story as much as I like experiencing it. Maybe it was the language. I had to read the subtitles. And sometimes for me, that kind of takes away from watching the actual screen and events. Or maybe it was the reality that life sucks for many people around the world. Now, yeah, I, I, I think that's it. I also didn't feel that the music, the hip hop music was well placed. I didn't see like that real connection and authenticity of it as the story played out. I, did, I was like, how you, how are you connecting? This? Are you just playing it? I, I know there was a message there because if you listen to some of the music, I mean, some of the words, it was Jay-Z. But for me, it felt a bit gratuitous. Anyway, my rating for this one, I'm, I'm giving this one three reels as well. I think this is worth watching. Very interesting. And uh, I, I think it's a, a real commentary, not on just on India, but on the haves and have nots around the world. 
Hey, I'm Reggie Ponder, The Real Critic. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Real Critic. That's R-E-E-L. You can also follow me on Facebook at Reggie, The Real Critic. And then you can check me out at my website, ReggiePonder.com. That's where I have my new show, The Real Critic Roundtable. I also want to invite you to check out some great interviews with some of these stars on the African-American Film Critic Association YouTube channel, the AFCA YouTube channel, where we talk to a lot of stars. Anyway, again, this is Reggie Ponder, and I'll see you again next week.